0: Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from Alpha and here's your weekly roundup of the most interesting updates from the world of mobile apps and games. And I have a variety of insights for you today, from stats on Instagram and TikTok to how popular React Native development tool really is. And as always, all the insights are timestamped, so you can skip around if you want something specific. Let's get to it. Instagram announced recently that it'll start turning all videos uploaded by users into reels, a seemingly small but very significant change to how its platform operates. So significant that everyone has been yelling at Instagram not to do it and remain Instagram and not a clone of TikTok. Why would Instagram want to replace its feed with what feels like TikTok? Well, if you've been following the newsletter for a while, you know that Instagram has been beating TikTok in our monthly ranking of the most downloaded apps in the world for quite a while now. I'll link to that below. And I think that's exactly it. See, Instagram has been keeping up with TikTok for quite a while now, and that required a lot of hard work. Back in 2020, TikTok was beating them mercilessly. So far in 2022, the two are very close. For show, TikTok added 352 million new users in the first half of 2022 while well, Instagram added 336 million. That's super close. And for context, TikTok's downloads were double those of Instagram for the first half of 2020. Then it got banned in India and the growth slowed down. But back to Instagram. Why would Instagram want to change now that they've been able to keep up? Because that's the only reason they're even able to get close. See, attention spans have shrunk to the point where actual content is no longer engaging. TikTok short videos and Instagram Reels. Or the future for video, or at least that's what it looks like right now. The problem is that Instagram isn't a short video platform. Reels are bolted on. Just like Facebook had all the kids at first and now has all the aunts, Instagram is stuck in the same boat and Meta is trying to keep it relevant. With apps like Be Real still in command of the App Store, I don't know if Instagram can actually make that shift. It's simply too heavy to pivot. That's just my opinion, we'll see what happens. now. I've said it before and I will say it again if you have an app in the store right now or game. You have to figure out how to promote it on TikTok if you want more downloads. Next, streaming is still hot and I'm not referring to HBO Max holding on to its top spot in the US top grossing chart. While the battle between HBO Max and Disney Plus has mostly ended with HBO winning, it's interesting to see how the other streamers are doing in terms of subscriptions. Paramount Plus, one of the others, and by other, I mean smaller streamers, has seen revenue grow steadily in the first half of 2022. I recently said the race for streaming is over, and that's mostly true, but there's still room for streamers that have more casual content, unlike HBO and Disney+. Plus. Peacock wants to be that, but it's Paramount Plus that's currently winning that race. According to our estimates, Paramount Plus has been outpacing Peacock for the last three months. So far in 2022, Peacock has earned $62 million in net revenue, while Paramount Plus earned $63 million. And this is net revenue, which means it's what they get to keep after Apple and Google take their fees. Not a big deal in terms of money, obviously, but there are two things that make me say Paramount Plus is the winner here. The first is the trend. Since launch, Paramount Plus had mostly led in terms of revenue. With a few exceptions that had to do with exclusive content, NBC's Bird was a bit behind. It has a nice trend going for it, but not as nice as Paramount's. The second is the ratio of downloads to revenue. Although the two nearly match in revenue, the downloads are very different. Our estimates show Peacock gets nearly twice as many downloads. In absolute terms, we're looking at 25 million downloads for Peacock and only 13 million for Paramount+. Plus, Which means Paramount Plus is almost twice as good at turning visitors into paying subscribers. And that's a big deal. Really, that's the deal. There aren't many battles left to fight in the streaming world, in my opinion, so this one's a good one to keep an eye on. And that's what I'm going to do. Switching gears completely for a minute. I've been seeing a lot of chatter about native versus non-native app development on Twitter lately. Most people are curious if React Native is the solution to mobile app development, replacing the native alternative, Swift. Others are downright cultish. I'm not going to show what that even means. This isn't a new thing. Every year someone tweets and it sparks a whole war about this topic and eventually it fades away. Now we have the data to answer this question. So let's do that instead. And by the way, this is a single insight from a new report I'm putting together that looks at native versus non-native. So make sure you subscribe to the channel to get the full report when I publish it. Back to our topic, the simple answer is no. React Native hasn't taken over. Native development isn't dead, but it's not not popular. According to our SDK intelligence in which we analyze all free apps and games available for download, 5.3% of all apps available on the App Store and Google Play right now are powered by React Native. Google Play has more of them overall, but Google Play also has far more apps available, and it's easier to ship apps on Google Play, so not really a surprise. That's all apps. What about new apps? Using Explorer, I narrowed down my search to focus on apps released in 2022, and The results weren't actually far off. Of all new apps released to the App Store and Google Play this year, 4.4% use React native. And again, Android apps released to Google Play, outpaced iOS apps released into the App Store. Not a surprise. And if you want to analyze apps and SDKs the way I do, you should really check out Explore. I'll leave a link to it, plus a discount code, because I'm nice, in the description below. The one thing everyone gets wrong, in my opinion, is that both native and non-native have a place. Native development has lots of benefits, especially when it comes to performance. Non-native development has a lot of benefits, especially when it comes to being able to release across multiple platforms with minimal effort or less effort. It's not that one is categorically better, but rather that one is better for a specific implementation. That's how I see it. Which camp are you in, and more importantly, why? Please leave a comment, and let's get a discussion going, but please be nice about it. On to games. Earlier in the week, the government of India forced Apple and Google to remove Battlegrounds Mobile India from their stores. Why would India want to remove a game that has India in its name? And what's Battlegrounds Mobile? Good questions. A few years ago, the government of India banned the massively popular Battle Royale game PUBG. That ban was a part of a political move, in my opinion, that India was making at neighbor China. See, Tencent, a Chinese company, was involved with Krafton, the developer, and India didn't really like that. So Krafton, which is not a Chinese company, created a local version of PUBG for India and named it Battlegrounds Mobile India. It launched about a year ago and it was doing pretty all right. So why would India have been a game made for India? There was no clear answer from the government, but the data might offer a clue or two. And it's easy to attribute this ban to politics. Diplomatic relations between India and China are not great. But keep in mind, Battlegrounds Mobile is no longer affiliated with China in any way. Krafton actually parted ways with Tencent and is a Korean company. So I don't really think that's the reason. And if it is, it's very loose. The other possible reason is that the game does something the government doesn't like, like showing blood or something like that. But considering the game was designed for India, I don't think that's the reason either. So what's left? In my opinion, it's some money. India wants its money to stay within the country. And Battlegrounds Mobile takes that money out of the country and it's making a lot of money, enough to make it the number two top grossing app in India, or at least that's where I saw it before it was yanked a few days ago. Battlegrounds Mobile's weekly revenue nearly doubled in the last few months too, which I imagine didn't make anything any easier. According to our estimates, revenue has been on the rise since the beginning of the year. In 2021, when the game launched, Crafton was earning about $150,000 per week. And this is net revenue again, which means the portion they get to keep after paying Apple and Google their fees. It had a slight peak in December, as to be expected with the holidays, but it really didn't start growing until 2022. Over the last few weeks, weekly revenue hasn't dropped below the $300,000 mark. Net revenue, of course. We estimate the game has earned around $13 million in net revenue since being launched last year and the trend continued to go up before it was pulled. Now, something I'm trying to figure out is whether the government is really just hating on Krafton specifically right now, or will more games that are not based in India see the same destiny? I'll let you know when I have a better answer, but what do you think? Leave me a comment if you have a game that generates revenue from India and you're not based in India and you're also concerned about this. Let's end this episode on a fun note. Summer is a great time for home improvement. Even I've already been to the Home Depot a few times and I live in Manhattan. That's why I wasn't surprised when I saw that downloads of Home Depot and rival Lowe's were up in June, but it wasn't just June. Downloads have been on the rise for most of 2022 and the numbers are bigger than in previous years. According to our estimates, May was Home Depot's highest month of downloads this year. Also, ever. And that includes the spike that came during lockdowns back in 2020. In numbers, we estimate that more than a million people, that's right, a million people downloaded Home Depot's app in May, up more than 100%, more than double, versus May of 2021. Coincidentally, Home Depot's last spike came in May of 2020 and resulted in 790,000 downloads. So, close, but this is bigger. So far in 2022, our estimates show Home Depot making its way into 6 million iOS and Android devices. The same period in 2021 saw just 3 million new downloads. <laughs> wow. Rival has also seen downloads go up in Q2, but not nearly as aggressively as the Orange Monster. Lowe's had its best month of downloads in 2022 in May as well, adding roughly 540,000 new users according to our estimates. This comes close to a big spike it had in May of 2020 because of lockdowns, which was just a little bit higher, so it didn't really break a new record, but it got really close. I've talked about shopping, moving to mobile a bunch in the last few episodes, and this is yet another fine example, but unlike the real world where customers can't be in two stores at the same time, it's very easy to look up an item in multiple apps, and in my opinion, it's not about pricing. Experience has become an important part of the decision to buy, and frankly, not many shopping apps do it well right now, in my opinion, of course, and the Home Depot included. And I buy a lot online. Except for Amazon, of course. Why can't everyone just copy Amazon? I'll leave you to think about that, because that's all I have for you this week. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments below. You can also comment if you really like the sound effects. If you're a developer, though, check out my AF chat about growing your ratings It's easier than you think. And this chat has a bunch of really great tips you can implement right now and double or triple or quadruple your ratings. And that's great for app store optimization. And here's a little tip. Watch it at 2x speed. My voice is kind of okay. And you'll get through it faster. And if you want more episodes like this or like the AF chat, make sure to subscribe. I'll see you next week.